Hi, my name is Will McHenry. I'm a program associate at Ponars Eurasia. And with us today is Sebastian Perruz, who is a research professor at the Central Asia Program in the Institute for European, Russian, and Eurasian Studies at George Washington University. He is a specialist on Central Asia who has been working on the region since 1993. His main area of, of expertise are political systems in Central Asia, economic and social issues, Islam and religious minorities, and Central Asia's geopolitical positioning toward China, India, and South Asia. Today, he's working on domestic issues the region is facing and how to revise foreign assistance in Central Asia to strengthen it, to increase its impact and to counter potential destabilization in the region. Sebastian, 25 years ago, uh, after independence, do you think Central Asia is um, do you think Central Asia is stable and has a promising stable future? Several journalists or experts, for example, mention a growing risk of destabilization and terrorism in the region, stemming in particular from possible attacks by the Taliban or other terrorist groups based in Afghanistan or ISIS fighters. Do you think such an analysis is relevant? Well, first of all, I don't think that risks of terrorism are bigger than in any other country in the world. Uh, a huge majority of Central Asian populations support the separation of religion and state and are against any form of Islamic political regime. And here, I guess that uh, the legacy of Soviet secularism still plays a big role. But despite a uh, limited risk of terrorism, I think that the region is unfortunately not immune to destabilization or unrest. But uh, these risks emanate much less from external factors or countries, for example, from Afghanistan, as the Central Asian governments like to say, than from the domestic situation. And here I would like to insist on human development and social welfare, which uh, dramatically declined uh, since the end of the Soviet regime. For example, uh, the health and educational system have deteriorated considerably in most of the states of the region, which has led to a serious depreciation of human capital. Uh, Food security, too, has been a recurrent challenge for several years in some regions of Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Kyrgyzstan. Uh, some governments in the region are also uh, regularly unable to ensure energy security, which uh, deprives a part of the population of electricity and heating for several weeks or even some months each year, especially in winter time. And finally, Central Asia is uh, increasingly confronted with the risks of natural and ecological disasters, which are furthermore aggravated by uh, the impact of climate change. So I think that uh, more than the lack of democracy and its ongoing decline, there's uh, authoritarian regimes these development problems have become the population's main grievance towards uh, political authorities and therefore a major potential source of uh, social unrest. Can Western states, i.e. the United States or the EU, contribute to stability in Central Asia? Uh, Western states 
engagement in Central Asia, of course, is not new. They have been uh, particularly heavily involved in improving military and border security in the region. But a quarter of a century after the collapse of the Soviet Union, first, uh, Central Asian states are not more secure or stable. And second, Western influence, uh, impact, credibility, and visibility have declined considerably in the region. Well, of course, uh, Central Asia is, is not a priority for US or EU external policies, so I do not argue for a substantially uh, greater involvement or allocation of funds, but I argue that with less financial material and human investments that has been so far expended in the hard security sector and by investing differently with a focus on human development, the West can meet three uh, fundamental strategic objectives. First, it can contribute uh, substantially to preventing the region's destabilization. As uh, many scholars and experts in development have demonstrated, appropriate donor intervention can radically shorten state stagnation or failure and can have a significant and positive impact on sustainable development in recipient countries. Second, the West can uh, strengthen its relations with Central Asian states and foster a more positive image in the region. Over the past years, the United States and the European Union have been unfortunately uh, publicly and regularly criticized for having made the Central Asian states uh, mere bones of their policy in Afghanistan and of uh, their reg regional geopolitics. Uh, Western countries can promote more positive public perceptions by demonstrating that they are contributing in a concrete and visible way to the development, stability and future of the region. And third point, the West can also offer new tools to promote less directly but more, more efficiently values such as good governments and human rights. I think that Western countries need new channels of influence towards the government and people of Central Asia to counter increasing authoritarianism, which is being supported by Moscow, Beijing and others. And current methods to promote and pressure focusing on democratization have been seen as confrontational by local political authorities and have led uh, to restrictions on Western activities in Central Asia. However, an increased role uh, in the human development sector would, I think, open new, more positive avenues for work. What about the role of other regional actors? such as Russia, China, or Iran in Central Asia and their reaction to a revised role of Western countries in the region? Uh, foreign countries' involvement in Central Asia has uh, generally been characterized as a competition for military, security, geopolitical, or even political religious influence. Yet no neighboring or 
even more distant state wants to see Central Asia destabilized. So I think that we should explore the prospect for Western countries to strengthen bilateral or multilateral cooperation with other regional or world powers, including China, Russia, uh, Iran, or, or Turkey, through a common involvement in Central Asia. Uh, development sectors, because they are essential components of stability in the country, are also important to the domestic security of neighboring states. And moreover, foreign investments in these sectors is uh, generally less controversial than military and uh, security activities. So engaging more uh, in human development can open up new channels of dialogue and cooperation among foreign and often rival stakeholders in improving the region's security. Sebastian. Thank you so much for joining us on this Bonars podcast. It was a fascinating discussion. Thank you very much, William.